2021 Audio Description Awards Gala will premiere on November 18th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Hosted by Thomas Reed with special guest Aquaman Jason Momoa, the daredevil himself Charlie Cox, Nesta Cooper, Christian Camargo from C, and Blake Stagnick from NBC's This Is Us. Join us at www.adawardsgala.org. Or the Peacock Network. Listen live on ACB Media 6. We hope you will help us celebrate this ACB event to honor achievements in audio description in media. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is that you have chosen to click on Health Checkup. We are so glad to be here. And if my voice seems a little different today, well, I'm recovering from a little flu that was started by, oh, a very good friend of mine. Anyways, hey, Dero, hey, Jay, how are you guys today? Oh, I'm doing fine, despite how I sound. And I'm doing very good. <laughs> well, Jay, we wish you were here with us, but maybe not. <laughs> so, Dero, what are you bringing to the table today? I'm bringing 15 years of experience as a police, fire, and EMS dispatch answering 911 and providing on-the-phone medical assistance to emergency callers. Thank you. And, Jay, what do you bring to the table? I bring 19 years of being on the fire department, being as a firefighter, paramedic, diver, engineer, and working at the hospital. Wow. And if anybody knows what an engineer is, that's the one that gets to drive the big red truck. Um, my name is Terry Suarez. Um, not my normal voice today. Um, I am your critical care respiratory therapist, still licensed. Um, I did lose my sight four years ago, but not the vision of continuing to help others and help inform the community. And I cannot believe this. Can you believe it? It's already November 17th, 2021. I feel like we just did this call yesterday about um, safety for the holidays. Thanksgiving okay. is next week. Oh, my goodness. Well, why don't we just go around the table and talk about Thanksgiving first? Darrow, you want to talk about Thanksgiving first? Sure. Uh, I think it's a wonderful holiday. We all overeat but uh, and overdrink and everything like that. But I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving next week, spending it here in Florida. Um, of course, everybody needs to be careful. We're going to get into holiday safety as the, uh, as the show progresses. So we'll talk about that in a little while of how to stay safe, even on even on Thanksgiving. I'm going to turn it right over to Jay, and he'll know about all the fire hazards on Thanksgiving Day, that's for sure. <laughs> and don't forget, we're talking about humans and our four-legged guide dogs and our four-legged medical service dogs and our four-legged pets and everyone else that's going to be sitting or underneath the table this holiday season. All right, Jay, let's talk about Thanksgiving, don't do this as seen on TV. <laughs> Jay, are you there? Jay left the meeting. <laughs> oh, well, I know he loves about this. So luckily I know what he was going to talk about. Um, the biggest thing is, is, uh, do not ever attempt to fry a frozen turkey before you put the frozen turkey into your deep fryer, even though it's outside. Don't try it. It needs to make sure you're dethawed. Make sure that turkey, turkey, turkey. Oh, there we go. That's a new way. Does it cost less if you just drop the tea, turkey? <laughs> so your turkey, you want to make sure is dethawed defrosted and the best way to do that is um, you want to put it in your refrigerator so what is today today is Thursday so if you have a frozen turkey for every pound it is supposed to be um, takes about approximately 12 hours for it to naturally dethaw 
So if you want to put it in your refrigerator, probably Sunday, that would be helpful. Um, you definitely don't want to leave it out in room temperature. Um, but if you want to do it quicker, you can put it in a um, bath of warm water and keep changing it every 30 minutes. And that is the faster way of defrosting your turkey. Um, let's see. Dan, why don't we talk and see if anybody else has a recommendation for defrosting a turkey? Best is just not even get a frozen turkey, just get a fresh turkey. But nowadays with the prices of everything, I don't know, I might just order Chinese food, but you can't have Thanksgiving without a turkey. So anybody out there wanna share how they're gonna plan to de-thaw their turkey? We have a hand raised, Janine Lee. All right, Janine Lee. One of our local cooks and bakers. So to de-thaw a turkey, because I have baked and cooked turkey, um, I also have rotisseried a turkey on the farberware. I, I don't do that anymore because they're my friends. But uh, to defrost your turkey, I, I would suggest putting it in one of a bag, like a a bag, like a, you could get the roasting bag or the crock pot bag or the oven liner bag before you just defrost it in your refrigerator. So you could refrigerate, defrost it in your refrigerator. You could put it in the ice chest too. Like that's a good way. I, I defrosted one in an ice chest once. So you kind of get some dry ice and you put it in there and you put some other ice and it, it goes a little faster than the sink method because I am lazy and don't want to change the water every 30 minutes. Let's be honest. And I, I have had the, the bad, bad thing where we took a frozen turkey and fried it in the oil in the backyard. And that and was shot off like a rocket. Yeah. 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 That uh, fireworks in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Very bad. So, yeah, I would say maybe an ice chest. You could put it in an ice chest as well, but keep some ice. And um, yeah, because it's not as cold as a refrigerator, it might thaw better that way. I did that once. Um, and you're right. It takes 12 hours a pound. It takes a really long time. I would suggest just going and purchasing it. Like, you know, Honey Baked Ham, Publix, Kroger, uh, King Super, you know, save yourself. <laughs> well, thank you, Janine. Thank you so much. Are there any other hands? Yes. Next is Lucy. All right, Lucy. Welcome. Well, I wasn't going to talk about uh, thawing the turkey, but I was going to just say some stuff about stuffing it. Oh, yeah. The Do's and the Don'ts by Lucy for stuffing turkeys. Go ahead. Well, me. don't do it. <laughs> there you go. Um, my mom, when even before the scare of salmonella, she never did. And so that's how I was always taught because you can really have a lot of bacteria left in your turkey when you do that even though you you know know that it tastes good when you do that it really does but a lot of that stuffing sticks to the turkey and can really um, grow a lot of bacteria so best thing is not to do it just use the the turkey broth when you're making your stuffing and put it in a separate pan of bacon I love it thank you Lucy so much that is so important. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't take the chance. Plus you get that little layer on top of your stuffing that's a little bit of crispiness, just like you would when you used to stuff the turkey and the outside would just, you just get more crispies. <laughs> All right, are there any more hands up? There are not. Okay. So I'm trying to remember, is Jay back? Nope. No, okay, well. I know he was feeling good. Um, the other thing he was going to talk about is on Thanksgiving Day, he is running with Achilles again. Um, they're doing a turkey trot. There are a lot of turkey trottings going on on Thanksgiving Day. And so just if you are a runner, a walker, um, just want to get out there and do it in the morning, and then you come back and enjoy your turkey dinner. 
and lunch and brunch with your family and friends. I'm not sure if Jay just came back. Was that Jay? No, it was no. not. Okay. Um, he was gonna he was gonna say um what the benefit of um running with Achilles is like every time he runs, the money that's collected for the entry of the race goes towards a non-for-profit organization. Um hello. Hello, and who's this? This is Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. How are you doing today? Fine. Well, I know I haven't been there in a while because I've been doing like I've been doing programs with the Cleveland Science Center usually around this time, but they're off on vacation. <laughs> well, welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for being here. We're not at a question right now. We're just talking about uh, no, I was Thanksgiving. Just myself because I came in. Oh, thank you, Stephanie, so much. And for everyone out there on ACB Radio. Thank you for tuning in and listen, listening into Health Checkup. And we're going to move on from remembering to defrost our turkeys, love our turkeys, but don't stuff the turkeys. Um, thank you, Lucy and Janine, for those helpful tips. And I don't know what happened to Jay. Maybe he got called away. <laughs> All right. Hey, Darrow, anything more you want to add about turkey? What do you... What's the one thing you have to have with your turkey to make it Thanksgiving? Well, for me, uh, and maybe Jay got called away. Maybe he went on a fire call, forgot he was retired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's our Jay. For me, I have to say the stuffing, the stuffing and, and potatoes, whether it be sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes or even bacon, really sweet potatoes go with turkey more than anything. But I really have to say what I really associate with Thanksgiving Day is the pies for dessert that we all have turkey for the main course but pumpkin pie or apple pie and you know my fondest memories of being a child would be my grandmother's uh both of them would cook apple and pumpkin pies homemade for thanksgiving and boy they were delicious and and it, it, I, I just remember that thanksgiving wouldn't be thanksgiving without the pies boy is that the truth and this thanksgiving not only do we get to eat pies and all the fixings, I think there's like this little auction thing going on, isn't there? Yeah, I think I think there's an opportunity to uh, to get some delicious treats this year. And isn't that auction like something to do with ACB Media benefiting from it? It sure is, and it's coming up really soon. And there's going to be a lot of good auction items, that's for sure. And uh, I, I think we heard from one of the cooks uh, just a few minutes ago, Janine, uh, for the auction. Yeah, so I learned the other day it's the 10th annual ACB Media auction. And thank you, Leslie Spoon, and the team of the committee that is doing a great job. It's going to be fantastic. Plus, we have Friendsgiving coming up where we're all going to be together. And I think the most important thing we can take away from Thanksgiving is what is the word? It's thanks that we have everything that we have or had or experienced and then giving. And what's the most precious thing that you can give to someone is your time. And I just want to say thank you, everybody, for always being here. And we have created an excellent community together as we help each other grow in healthy ways and just thanks for being here hey dan what about you what's your favorite dish mm. i'm not really a big fan of, of turkey oh you don't so, like turkey but this year i'm going to be having some ham and i do like dessert i i don't know i well, let's see what hands we have raised. And just to let everyone know, I love spinach, cream of spinach. That goes well oh, with everything. Um, mashed potatoes, um, corn, stuffing. Um, but I, I have a different way of making my stuffing um, with oysters. Um, it's it's a Cuban thing, but. Um, just leave anything with raisins out, please. I'm for some reason I love grapes and I just can't do raisins, but I love cran raisins. 
figure that one out. When you do, give me a call. All right, Dan, you got some hands up? Dan? Oh, sorry, I was muted. We do, we have a lot of hands. First oh. is Janine. Okay, Janine. Okay, so I raised my hand right after um, Lucy spoke. I did want to add one thing. If you do want to do the stuffing, you, or if you are cooking your turkey, you need to take that plastic bag of gizzards and things out of the cavity because that would that could explode and the plastic will cook into your turkey. And that's no good. You don't want to eat the plastic from what's inside your turkey guts. Yeah. And um, that's the other thing is, is cleaning your the inside of the turkey. But still, yeah. I do the Lucy method. I don't put my <laughs> stuffing inside. Do you know what I do put inside my turkey? Mm. After I rinse them out and pull out all the stuff, I put um, a whole onion mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of herbs inside. I put a whole orange. Oh, uh, now do you peel it? Or apple. Um, yeah, you could either put like a couple apples, a couple oranges, just depending on the flavor that you want. You could you could zest it and put the zest in it with it. Yeah. Um, and then the apples, because you you want the apples to cook, and then you could put them in your stuffing. Because I, oh. yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you take the gook bag out. And then second, um, for Daryl was talking about pies and homemade pies. Now, if you don't want to peel your pumpkin and squash your pumpkin, like most people I know, maybe not most people, but um, unless you grow your pumpkin or there's pumpkins around, I would probably buy a can of pumpkin. And I would suggest using a magnet to take the top off of your can so you don't cut yourself. You don't want to cut yourself on the pie filling. Oh, very good. I just have a, I love that. I love that magnet safety. Um, I have a can opener that when you open up the cans, it cuts it so it doesn't have any ridges. We live the ruffles with ridges, not my cans. With ridges. Ruffles with ridges. Yeah, yeah, well, most people don't have those. But so for me, my favorite thing are sides. So I'll, I'll answer that one really quick. I really love the sides, which is why I ordered exercises. I like mac and cheese and ambrosia and potatoes. I used to peel potatoes with my grandfather early in the morning and we boil them and mash them and um, green bean casserole. So for me, it's all about the sides because you know how I love my friends. So I love it. yeah, wanted to give those two safety tips because this is the health safety call. Thank Thanks. you so much, Janine. Yeah. And just to let everyone remember, the trick with Thanksgiving is trying to balance the timing of everything keeping warm. And one of the things that I've learned from my friend, Rachel Ray, um, she doesn't know that I'm her bestie, um, but she'll soon find out, um, is to take a larger pan, put simmering water, then place your pot that has your mashed potatoes and put it in it so it just simmers with the mashed potatoes. So it's a pot in a pot. Does that make sense, everybody? Yes, it totally works. It totally yeah. works. Rachel and it Ray keeps my best warm. friend too. Yes. Okay. Next hand. Thank you, Janine. Next is Beth. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hey, what happened to Terry? I'm right here. <laughs> oh, there you are. Oh. Um we like our turkey with stuffing. Uh Oh, my, uh, my, my old man thinks it's gross without stuffing. He won't, he's a very picky eater. I, I told him his parents should have named him Morris. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, but he is, he's something else. And, um, yeah, we like to stuff our turkeys, um, or our turkey, put it there. And then I like the pumpkin pie and pecan pie. Now, we make our mashed potatoes, um, like homemade mashed potatoes, and then we just have them there, you know, and then we like the the gravy with them, too. Oh, we use yeah. The gizzard. We like the gizzards to make, like, that giblet gravy. Yeah. Delicious. And sometimes, sometimes you can, um, oh, you can get about two or three turkey necks of people 
people that don't use them or, or don't, you know, and then you could add some leftover, leftover turkey and you could have turkey noodle soup the next day. That or is so true. So true. So Beth, is there a turkey trick for safety you want to share? Um, I don't know. We, we leave ours cooking, uh, at, um, oh, what is it? Two, 300, 225, well, 275 all night long, oh. 275 and, and 300, you know, but we, we wrap it in bacon, sometimes put bacon around it, you know, and then, and then, um, we leave it cooking like that. And then usually by 11 or 12, um, the next day it's done, you know, cause it's cooked on low all night long and stuff. And it comes out really good. It comes out tender and moist and stuff. Well, thank you, Beth, so much. Um, my airplane ticket will be arriving for New Mexico because you said turkey with bacon. I love that. Um, but Beth brought up something really important. If you are going to be, you know, as we get ready to warm up our ovens, make sure they're clean. Open up that oven today, tomorrow. Well, that's true. That is make very sure true. your <laughs> oven is clean. Um, know if you have a self-cleaning oven, please open up all your windows. If you don't have a self-cleaning oven, um, one of the tricks you can do is just put a little bit of um, some water in a glass container in the middle of the oven with all your racks gone and put a little lemon juice and turn up the heat um, to about 400 for about 15 minutes. And the steam will help um, loosen up some of that, let it cool back down, and then clean it off. Um, if you need to use um, a um, oven cleaner that is commercial brand, um, because of my asthma, I can't do that. Um, just make sure you follow the directions. Uh, use Be My Eyes or Ira, and be careful. Um, but get your ovens clean because we've got turkeys, turkeys, turkeys to cook and ham. Okay. Um, who's next? Thanks, Beth. Next is you're welcome. <laughs> hey, Stephanie. What are we talking about? Turkeys and Thanksgiving. Hey, Stephanie. You can unmute yourself. Yeah, I love I love turkey. I mean, I mean that's my favorite uh, thing too. I like turkey. Stuffing and mashed potatoes. I like dressing and I like pumpkin pie and rolls and broccoli casserole. And I have a very, very important question, Stephanie. This is very important. White meat or dark meat? I eat white meat. We eat oh, white meat. okay. We'll be good because I'm going to go for the drumsticks and the thighs. I love dark meat. Yeah, make sure you always clean your oven before you put things in it. You right? Because you cook stuff in a dirty oven. No, you don't, because it can start to burn, and it's not the turkey burn. Another thing is make sure you thaw the meat is thawed, because when I was in school one time, some people left their meat in room temperature, and everybody got sick the next day. Yes, you got to be careful not to leave your food out at room temperature. Well, Stephanie, right. thank you so much. And where are you calling from, Stephanie? I'm calling from uh, Ravenna, Ohio. Ohio. All right. Well, thank you, Stephanie, so much for being here. Okay, Jay, who's, I mean, is Jay back? Jay is not back, Oh, but boy. Pam Coffee is next. Oh, Pam Coffee, who always travels with coffee. Hey, Pam. Oh, yes, I do travel <laughs> very carefully, though, when if I am traveling. Um, but I really don't have a safety trip. A, a tip on uh, Thanksgiving because y'all have covered them very well. Uh, well, yeah, I have one. Uh, when you get ready to turn on your oven, especially if you're one of those people that only uses your oven during the holidays, make sure there's nothing stored in your oven because oh. it has nowhere else to live. I mean, that may sound like a no-brainer, but I've heard a few horror stories. 
uh, over a lifetime. But my, as far as what do I like to eat at Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving, uh, I like it all. I mean, uh, growing up, we used to do the turkey and the dressing. And yes, it was dressing. We did not stuff the bird. And we would do, we would make cranberry orange relish that was to die mm. for, my mom did. Uh, and we would usually do either a green bean casserole or a broccoli casserole or just plain broccoli spears. And um, we would sometimes do corn. Uh, oftentimes, if we weren't doing the cranberry relish, we would do a cranberry congealed salad, you know, sort of a thing. And most years, mom would make pumpkin pie. Some years she made mincemeat pie. And I'm actually one of those half a dozen people out there who likes mincemeat pie. I haven't had it in years, but I actually like it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of an acquired taste. If you've never had it, uh, you might, you know, first bite of it, you, you might think, oh, I'm not so sure about this, but but I actually like it. Um, so well, as far thanks. as food goes, just, yeah. you know, the sky is the limit. Well, I think the most important thing that you brought up, Pam, is that not only do we have hot food, but we have cold food. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. So some of the tricks um, when we read searched last year for this call and what I do a lot since I've learned is um, to make ice bowls where you just mm -hmm. take a uh, glass bowl and you put another smaller glass bowl inside of that. And you uh -huh. fill it up with water and put it in the freezer and uh -huh. that ice will shape of the bowl. And then you just take the little bowl out and there you go. You've got an ice bowl. Um, and there's so many different ways of freezing ice and making beautiful ice. For example, if you have um, drinks like a fruit punch or cranberry uh -huh. punch or um, orange cranberry, you take the liquid and make ice cubes out of the actual liquid and put it in the container and that will keep everything chilled. Um, uh -huh. We just got to make sure that when you are organizing how you're going to do the layout is um, keep things cool and then keep things warm. And like Janine said, um, ice coolers are a great way to pre-make all your um, salads and, you know, your, I, you, you can't have Thanksgiving without deviled eggs. I don't know what it is, but you have to have deviled eggs on Thanksgiving, even though you can make them every Saturday to watch your Gator game. Um, but you have to have those deviled eggs, you know, and your relish trays. And that's what you can do, you know, a day or two before and pack it up in an ice cooler and just keep it cool. So thanks so much, Pam. That's so, I love cranberry orange. Darrow, how are you? What do you think about all these great things that everyone's talking about? Everything is, is really great. You're making me hungry, even though I had lunch not too long ago. I would <laughs> like to comment on, on cleaning ovens is that self-cleaning ovens will get very, very hot, well over a thousand degrees. That's how they work. And I know if Jay were here, he'd be talking about fire safety. If you leave anything in your oven, and you put it on self-clean, it's going to catch on fire. It's that hot. And that happened to my mother when I was a kid. She left a, a an empty pan in the oven and put it on self-clean. And the we had to have the fire department come. So the entire house filled up with smoke. And there's, you know, your oven's locked up and there's nothing you can do. You just, it's it's horrible. So be very careful with self-cleaning ovens. I thought that was a, a great tip. And also people that fry turkeys. Make sure you do that, you're, you know, safely, not inside, not even close to your house. It's almost like if you're frying a turkey, the, the outdoor grill rules apply. And uh, that, that's another thought that I had. And um, 
I'd like to I'd like to take a moment to tell a horror story of Thanksgiving is one year and what made me think of it is people talking about turkeys going bad. My mother bought a turkey and it turned out the turkey was rotten. And oh, she, no. went, she went she went to cook it on Thanksgiving morning and it's like, oh no. So we ended up luckily she had a, some chicken in the house. We had to have chicken for our Thanksgiving dinner, but you know, be very careful of you know, inspect your turkeys and, and all that. Cause just don't assume that just cause the store is selling a lot of them, they're all fresh. Uh, cause she really got burned on that one. Literally. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dan, do we have any other hands up? One more Lucy. Oh, Hey Lucy. Well, you know, um, I can have just about everything that's, uh, served on Thanksgiving throughout the year, except my sister Kathy makes cranberry bread and pumpkin bread, and they are the best. And so I um, usually will just have those for dessert. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's like family and uh, friends are really, really important to me, uh, Thanksgiving, especially, I guess. And I was supposed to have a friend spend Thanksgiving with me, but they canceled. So it's just my family now. Oh, yeah. It is tough. It is tough. And that's why it's so important that we all say thanks and giving. And we say thanks for everything we have. And we give one and we give each other time and we give each other the most precious thing that is never on sale, no matter Black Friday, the day after um, Christmas. And that is our time. It's priceless. And our love. Yes, yes. Love and friendship is very important. All right. I got to go to another call. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lucy, for being here. We love hearing you. All right. Any other hands up? Mm, I just no want to other. say that love and friendship is the best thing ever. I thought we were going to hurry up and get over Janine, but no, we can't do that. Love right. and friendship? Come on, Terry. You know what they say. Thank you for eating a friend. <laughs> you know what? Hey, oh. hey, Dan, what time is it? What's the time check? 2.32. All right. Guess what? It is time it's to 232. switch. It's time to switch holidays. To now, Valentine's Day. Um, no, that's so in February. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so the next well, holiday. Time to prepare. Of course, there is over 16 holidays that are between now and um, December 31st or January 1st, whenever you consider the new year. So happy Hanukkah. Um, there's so many different holidays. Kwanzaa. Um, and everyone seems to have different um, feast to go with the holidays. I just love how food is, as a foodie, is intertwined with everything. And as a Cuban-American, we do pork. We roast our porks, and we make our yuca, and we make our white rice, and our black beans, and our plantains, and our croquetas, and you know, our tamales and all this other food. But the most important thing is, is making sure that food safety is followed. So since we just got done talking about Thanksgiving, and we could probably do like 10 hours of food safety because our community loves food. But let's talk about those crazy Christmas lights and Christmas trees. So... Is Jay back? I'm really missing on Jay today. I know. He's our fireman. He ought to be talking about all this stuff. This is his favorite call. All right, Dara. All right, Dara. What's what's your craziest Christmas call about a Christmas tree? All right. Well, first of all, we should talk seriously about Christmas tree safety. And the fact is, if you buy a live Christmas tree that's been cut, not one where the roots are, well, even where the roots, you need to make sure you water your tree. Make sure, don't let it get dry because you're putting hot lights on the tree. And uh, a lot of people, they forget and the tree will absorb water a lot faster than you thought. And I know growing up as a kid, before we got an artificial tree, we'd have real trees. And my father would be down there every day watering the tree. 
And of course, Christmas lights. Those are the things that you really need to be careful of. And it should be said that don't use the indoor lights outside. If you're going to put outdoor lights, make sure you get outdoor Christmas lights because they've got the waterproof insulation and, and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's safer that way. And also when you string the lights, be very careful. You don't want to, I've heard instances, as a matter of fact, I took a 911 call once. Someone fell into their tree. They were trying to put up their Christmas tree lights and, and they fell right into the tree and they were, they got hurt. So if you're climbing up on it, you know, a lot of people stand on a chair to try to put up their Christmas tree lights and, and fall off the chair. Please be very careful with that type of uh, type of stuff. And of course, be careful wrapping stuff that everything is wrapped safely and there's nothing that will hurt, especially if you have small children when they open, uh, open their packages in the morning. I know I'm kind of rambling all over the place, but uh, it's, what's coming to my mind is that there's no sharp edges, anything like that with, with wrapped. And of course, keep, make sure, and this has happened, make sure you keep wrapped presents away from Christmas tree lights. A lot of times people will plug their Christmas tree lights into the wall and it has to run over to the Christmas tree and a, a light may be in midair before it hits the tree. And you do not want that light touching wrapping paper because they, that would easily set up a fire. So those are, those are the negative things about Christmas. So of course, the positive things are, once again, just like Thanksgiving, it's family and friends togetherness, gift giving. Gift To me, that's that's what Christmas is all about, the giving part, not the receiving. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I do have to say, Terry, that I think Thanksgiving would be my favorite holiday followed by Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. Um. I know Janine's favorite is Valentine's. Okay, so um, I forgot, this, I forgot to mention, you forgot to mention the, the biggest holiday coming up. Which one's that one? Janine's birthday. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sometime in December, I think she yeah, celebrates yeah. it. Okay, so anyways, um, back to holiday safety. So, you know, I I love holidays because I get to inflate my inflatables and those are the ones that have the motor in them and you plug them in and they just continuously inflate um with the air blower inside and um taro can speak about what arises in florida in claremont when the sun goes down now and thanksgiving <clears throat> beautiful inflatables right now that the how the, the halloween ones were up now there's a big turkey out there that uh, sunset lights up and i'm looking forward to the christmas ones which will go up the the day after uh thanksgiving and real quick on inflatables for christmas i had a little beagle once and the inflatable santa would wave and my beagle just could not figure out what is that thing is it alive is it it was the funniest thing the beagle actually was scared of an inflatable and that brought up the most important thing that I forgot to talk about because I was talking about J stuff. Okay, guys, remember, no matter how cute they look, no matter how sweet or purry or they put a little pressure on your knee or your foot under the table, please, please, the number one most busiest day at a vet's office, do you know when that is out of the 365 days a year? What is the most busiest vet hospital day? I'm going to guess Christmas. No, it's Black Friday. Oh, Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday, Thanksgiving. Um, the day after Thanksgiving because, you know, there's so many people around the house and, you know, they might be talking and then they put a plate down and you might not saw, saw that, you know, Daisy got a hold of, you know, a... a a dessert or um, Jimmy um, gave Daisy um, a whole drumstick, which those drumsticks are don't feed your doggies the bones and, and just be very cautious. Just keep everything away from the animals because we love them, but we don't want them to end up in the, um, in the sodium. They don't deal with salt and sodium like we do, even though it's not heart healthy for us, but they're very sensitive to um, salt. Okay, so back to Christmas lights. Okay, so inflatables, you wanna make sure that they're elevated if they have those. If my turkey is a 12 foot 
by four foot wide turkey. And um, it has an extension legs on it so that the fan is elevated up from the grass so it doesn't suck it up. So you wanna make sure if you're working with inflatables um, that you do take care of them and work with them. And, and there's these great inventions called timers. I love it. And when she set everything up and get set on timers, it's like everyone kind of drives by on their golf cart and kind of, I can hear them kind of sitting there and they're waiting for the turkey to rise. And it's so cute. <laughs> um, lights, you want to make sure, don't do too many extension cords with an extension cord. It should make sure when you're working with outdoors, use an outdoor extension cord um, and make sure that if you need to have another extension cord, use those three ways. You, they're not that much at Lowe's and Home Depot. And, you know, put in a three-way and then you can split that extension cord in three different ways. And it really works out better. But when it comes to doing your outdoor Christmas lights, again, like Darrow said, outdoor is outdoor, indoor is indoor. And they have come really good with the LED lights to do indoor slash outdoor, haven't they, Darrow? Yes, they have. And it's, they're usually very clearly, uh, <laughs> even, even in the drugstore where they, they sell uh, the lights. And of course, the other thing is, if you, if you don't have an outside plug and you have to plug it inside and then run a cord out the window or doors, don't squish the, the cable because that's it could be a fire hazard there. Don't close the window all the way or close the door all the way if you have to power your lights from inside your house. Oh, that's an excellent point. I think that's one of the points Jay always brings up because every time, you know, even though it's just for maybe three or four weeks, if you think about that every day, that pressure on that, you can easily um, get easily, down. Easily fray the, fray the cable and, and then before you know it, you'll have a live wire right there. Oh, yeah. And then poof. And we yep. don't want any of that to happen. All right. Let's go back into... Um, in the house, Christmas decorations, um, tinsel. Can we talk about tinsel for like a 10 second? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I'm still recovering. But tinsel, oh, I remember as a kid, I, I was one of those kids that would take one tinsel and hang it up and then take another one at a time. And I would spend hours decorating the tinsels. And as I got older, I would just throw it up there. Um, but that is so dangerous for kids, toddlers, and of course, our animals. So if you're going to use tinsel, you know, there's so many new things that you can do out there. There's the fiber optic lights. There's garland. Um, I really, does anybody really still use tinsel? I don't know of anybody. We certainly haven't used it in a long time at my house. But I'd say 20 years we haven't really used it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we probably have some hands up. What's our time? It's 2.43. Okay, Dan, do we have any hands up? We do. We're talking First, about Christmas and safety. Go ahead. First, we have Stephanie. Stephanie, hey, welcome back, Stephanie. Tell yeah. us. Uh, what, uh, yeah, um, the, uh, the, the safety I have is, you know, if you make sure... Uh, that you don't if you have the you don't touch the bulbs you, you don't if the, because they're hot make sure you don't touch the hot surface on the bulb the light bulbs. That is a very very good safety tip. Thank you. Anything else, Stephanie? Yeah, and uh, we always have and uh, like sometimes when when we would go to put stuff uh, like Christmas bulbs on the tree, sometimes uh, sometimes the light bulbs don't work. Some of them don't work. Right, and the best. Yeah, and the best way to deal with that is unplug that strand of lights and work on it without electricity flowing through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the best thing to do. Um, Darrow might have some information to share about that later. I think he's muted right now. Okay, Stephanie, thank you so much for your help on that. That is so important. Light safety. Woo-woo! Okay, who's next, Dan? Next is Janine. All right, Janine. Okay, so three things. Um, 
you love your inflatables. I think that's fabulous that you put them on timers. I have personally seen them and touched them for Halloween, for Christmas. The turkey's new at We Are Not Friends Yet. Um, but for the inflatables, the timer's great. But I want to talk about indoor because I have a bunch of animatronicans. Animatronicans are those things when you go to theme parks and you see them moving. Like if you go to It's a Small World and they're singing or if you go to theme park rides. So I have animatronicans like I have Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse and they sing and I have Santa and I have Rudolph. So I have some safety advice because if you are not careful with your animatronicans, those are very big and bulky square cords that you need to plug in and they take up the outlet. I would suggest you get a surge protector. There are various sizes, um, but get a surge protector and you can put your timer in the outlet and then you can put the surge protector in the timer. So they're on timers. Um, So I would suggest getting surge protectors. So because those cords get so hot and um, I would suggest unplugging them. But so for my animatronicans, I know, I don't know if you've seen them, but anyway. um, So yes, they light up and they sing and Santa plays songs. He's my favorite. And I have a Rudolph that he, when you walk by, he, he sings. So yes, get a surge protector. Second, um, I have a tip for if you are running uh, an extension cord from inside to outside. Um, if you are running your outside extension cord, I would suggest taking a paper toilet. Like, you, you know, we all use oh, toilet yeah. paper. We'll take the cardboard and put it through it and then plug it in. And then with a timer, timers are, are very key because we don't want to use so much power and things get hot. And But I would say use the cardboard tube from your toilet paper or from your paper towels if you're going to put that in a window because A, it protects Ooh. the cord. B, it's not too dirty. You can recycle it or throw it away. I, I will be recycling it. But that way um, it, it protects that and it's biodegradable and it's really good. And you, you could always replace it if it gets too crimpy. You know, you could double it, like if you get a thick one. Um, yeah, and and it'll smush as well. Like you won't crush the cord. Um, so those are two safety tips. Three for tinsel. I do use tinsel sometimes, but I use tinsel to make ornaments. So that's another call, a crafting call. But I would be careful of tinsel because my bunny rabbits, um, the tinsel will fall and my bunny rabbit like to pick up and carry them around. I would suggest garland or using pipe cleaners and making tinsel looking things instead of tinsel tinsel because again safety and choking hazards are not fun on tinsel. Which so, yeah. is awesome. Thank Cardboard you, surge yeah. protector. There you go. There's and tips. you know what another great use for that roll in your toilet paper is? What? What? Put a re- uh, put a blue bow or pink bow and hand that to at a baby shower, because anything that falls through that toilet paper roll is a choking hazard for anyone under the age of five years old. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. What a so, great idea! Yeah, there we that go. Is, that is the best. <laughs> I always make a um, diaper cake and put, and they're always like, "Why is that the topper?" And I'm like. Anything falls through that for the first five years is a choking hazard. Yeah. You know what the number one Christmas, well, any time of the year item that toddlers um, choke on? What? What? Tell me. Those little flat batteries. Those uh, batteries. Yeah. For your watches or for all your, your smart, scale. yeah, your all smart those, devices, yeah, those little flat, Ooh. you know, that we were using for cameras and and for light up, light up containers. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so what you want to do is, Christmas can be so much fun, as everyone's ripping open presents and everything. But if you have an opportunity to do a battery exchange before for wrapping go ahead and do that if you don't if you don't please be very careful when it involves a little one around such as a dog a cat a bunny or you know maybe a couple of children you know we we like children (laughs) too um but yeah you want to be careful with batteries and it's those little disc batteries that are the most 
dangerous. And what's really hard is when they come into the ER, they are blue and trying to find it in a, in a time period is, is very, very challenging. And sometimes we have to do extreme emergencies. And when you hear um, of a child whistling and they haven't taught them to whistle, um, you want to make sure uh, what was the last thing you put in their mouth or um, go ahead and just call 911 because whistling without your lips or fingertips, um, that means they have a partially occluded airway. And it was just because of the holidays and they put something in their mouth that, well, wasn't really supposed to go there. <laughs> um, yeah, there's been a couple of batteries I've had to pull out of airways. Um, the other thing is, is in the indoor um, decorations, when you're going over to grandmas and grandpas and, you know, those aunts and uncles houses that are not used to having kids around 365 days a year, um, mm -hmm. they might decorate with pretty stuff called liquid um, oil for the liquid lamps. And, you know, it comes in pretty colors like red and green. And the little ones might think it's juice and they might go over and drink it. And that is very acidotic. And the first thing they'll do is vomit right away. And then they'll take a breath in and inhale the chemicals. And it's just no fun. So make sure if you're a, a new parent or you're going to a new house and you have a little one, just kind of say, I haven't been to your house since you decorated. Do you have any beautiful liquids um, that are not normally out? And just ask them if they can raise them up uh, above the level of the toddlers. Because those little guys, man, they are fast. And, um, and also with guide dogs and medical service dogs, they might just kind of smell and accidentally get into trouble. So thank you, Janine, so much. Do we have another hand, Dan? One more, Beth. Hey, Beth. Hello. I was wondering, are there different kinds of um, flashing lights or what? Because I could be around some of them, but we went to um, we went to these people's house one time, and I guess they had some really bright flashing lights, really. And uh, Uncle said they were like almost like those disco lights, and he, I did get sick. <laughs> there are to say, there for are Christmas. Yeah, I did. I did get sick, and I ended up in ER. But then eh, I got out of there because uh, yeah, I, I had a seizure. But you know, they, those people panicked and called an ambulance, and I'm like. I get those all the time. Now I'll be all right. But, you know, well, we never could go to their their house anymore because, um, well, not when they had those kind of lights. What kind of lights are those? Well, there's different strobe lights that can stimulate Ew. a seizure. Yep, that can trigger right. a seizure. So that is very important that you shared that, Beth, because it might be the first time someone experiences that. So if you have any history of having seizures and one of your triggers are sudden movements or um, flashing light, um, you want to make sure that um, you protect yourself and um, be aware that um, if it's starting to hurt you, you know, close your eyes. If you have any ability to see light, um, for me... Yeah, I do. Yeah, so you want to make sure you have dark glasses to protect your eyes and um, or just, you know, avoid them. And it's it's the continuous stimulation. So if you those are strobe lights, so you might just want to avoid strobe lights altogether. I don't I, I usually do, but I didn't know there was different kinds of um, flashing lights like that, you know, yeah. until we went to those people's houses because we usually get the ones that don't, they flash, they blink, you know, but they're not that bright. Yeah. And everyone's triggers are a little different. Um, you've got some people that it's the, the speed of the lights. 
sometimes it's just um there there's so oh, many different yeah. ways you can be triggered so it's so important to know your triggers and if something happens be like oh my gosh you know we got to make sure i stay avoid those kind of lights so that was really yeah, important the truth yeah Jerry, yeah. you know what lights and we haven't we... talked about? Oh. oh, go ahead, Darrow. What lights have we, we talked about yet? Beth, hold candles, on. Candles in the window. Oh, uh, yes. And I don't know about down here in Florida, but in New England, it's a big tradition to put candles in your window. Now, luckily now there's artificial candles that you put in, but some people still put real candles in their windows. And we, we don't have to really talk about what a fire hazard that can be. I know, I know, yeah. So Beth, thank you so much for that. Darrow, yes, candles. And I, oh, well, first of all, you're I'm welcome. A woman. Thanks, Beth. Um, I'm a woman and I'm Latin and we love candles. Like I used to light up a candle every night um, to watch TV and relax. And um, my whole uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, dining room table set would be more candles so you didn't have to turn on the chandelier. And um, that was the first thing they told me when they came over to my home as part of my new life skills is uh, there's these things called battery lights candles. So right. yeah, so I've had to change all my lights, my candles over to batteries. But I tell you what, I'm still so blessed that out of my one eye, I can still see um, light. And it is amazing because sometimes I'm like, did I leave a candle on? Oh, that's my battery candle. It still flickers. <laughs> right. So, yeah. 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 So um, please be very careful. And I don't understand why they're like this, but they're like, especially if you have cats. I'm like. They go over and play in your candles. I'm not a cat person. I know, I know, it's strange. So, so all of us that have animals, we love them, but they don't mean to do anything, but they can. And um, open flames, any form of open flame. Fireplaces, we haven't oh. even talked about. Fireplaces, um, we haven't even talked about um, making sure that your chimney, um, you've called your chimney sweep, and has come out and cleaned your um, chimney so you can start your fires. Um, anytime you have an open flame, just make sure you clean before you use and make sure you've got a well um, safety area that if a flame does come out, it doesn't go onto your carpet or, you know, you hear about these, um, you know, little accidents where someone's, you know, put their little blankie and they're sitting by the fire with the doggy and the flame caught on to the little blankie. So please be careful out there, everybody. Um, Dan, what do you have to add about um, fireplaces and any open flames? Well, you can always move to Florida and then you don't have to worry about that. Boy, Dan, I'm glad we can always count on you to be there for us. What's the Thank time you. check, please? It's 2.58. Okay, everybody. Well, you know what this means. What a wonderful call again. And that's all because of you guys. We love doing this call because we enjoy taking what we have learned through our professional careers as being yeah, first responders. We enjoy having you uh, facilitate it. Oh, thank mm -hmm. you. And just to let everybody know, um, Darrow, you got any last words to say? Oh, I would just like to wish everybody a very happy holiday season. Wonderful. Did Jay come back? You too. Did Jay and make it back? And feeling better, Terry. <laughs> but before we go, we and as a, thank you. We as a team just want to say health checkup team will be coming back on the air in January. We are taking the rest of the year off. Um, our voices will be not heard on the radio on health checkup, but we are working behind the scenes. We have some really big topics we want to talk about next year. We're talking about organ donation, um, how to um, help somebody, how to work with your community, 
Um, we're cybersecurity, what to do if you have been, um, we're gonna try to get someone from Safe Touch. Um, we have a lot of big calls coming up. And if you have any ideas such as um, bullying, um, bullying in, at the workplace, um, in your affiliates, anything like that. We are doing a lot of collaboration with a lot of um, people. So if anybody out there needs us, um, you. we know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> so thanks, everybody. Have a great Bye. holiday, and we'll Thank see you, you in 2022.